1: Today, I'm joined by Paul Dukas, Executive Director of Business Development for SysLogic. Paul, thank you so much for coming on the show. Alex, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So first off, why don't you just start us off with a brief overview on SysLogic for those who might not be familiar? That would be my pleasure. So SysLogic, we're
0: a 27-year-old IT uh, professional services company. So we work in technology for customers of mid-market So think mid-sized enterprises all the way up to large enterprises, including government and not-for-profit. These are services like software development, data, database information management, business intelligence solutions, um, and cybersecurity.
1: Excellent. Well, it's cybersecurity that I'd really like to hone in on in our discussion today. I know that's an area that you've got a lot of uh, domain knowledge on, and obviously that's an increasingly important topic for uh, nearly every business nowadays. So what are some of the latest trends that you're keeping an eye on this fi- in this field?
0: You know, there's a number of them, but the one that jumps out the most, Alex, is artificial intelligence. Um, implications AI may have, and our is quite frankly, is already having to cybersecurity in the industry. So that's the one that jumps out the most.
1: Sure thing. Well, let's let's dig into that a little bit because obviously, I'm sure many of our listeners are familiar with some of these emerging uh, really rapidly developing AI tools that, you know, uh, generative AI allow for creation of complex text, you know, convincing images, and even sometimes starting to be some videos that I've been seeing that, um, you know, obviously there's, like you mentioned, there's massive implications there for cybersecurity. How are you thinking about that in the context of, um, you know, the business perspective?
0: Yeah. So thank you for the question. I, I have the opportunity in my work day to day to work with many different types of customers. And look, artificial intelligence is going to be so disruptive in so many ways to so many industries, but in cybersecurity, what's very unique, and this will be something your listeners have some familiarity with, is there's still a very large talent gap. So what I mean is there is not enough cybersecurity specialists in the market really to meet the demand. And I actually believe that talent gap um, is going to be one of the key drivers of adoption of artificial intelligence and cybersecurity. When you think about it, you have cybersecurity staffs at companies, um, some large, some small. And quite frankly, given the prevalence of cybercrime, they're understaffed, they're overtaxed. I believe AI brings a unique opportunity to drive efficiency for those staffs not to mention applying the technology to things like better detection of cybercrime, helping enterprises know if their threat landscape is at risk or if they're at risk because of uh, potential surface attacks and things like that. AI will bring capabilities that human beings can't do and it's really gonna help fill that talent gap. So I think there's a unique a unique adoption of AI that will occur in cybersecurity and for companies applying it.
1: Interesting. So, really adopting it in sort of almost defensive tools or or just knowledge improvement tools for this whole domain.
0: You'll see it. You'll see it in um, better tooling, right? More intelligent tooling and identification of threats, reporting of thefts, um, the investigation process, and determining what happened in a cyber crime. And really speed and efficiency, it's its going to, um, at massive scale, automate processes that are currently being done by human beings, and it will eliminate human error. So I think there's a very unique, very unique trend around AI
1: and cybersecurity. Certainly. And briefly, I wanted to touch on the other side of things too, you know, the threat posed by AI in the wrong hands. Can you speak to that at all? Is that something you're you're thinking about?
0: It sure is, because as much as there's benefit to people trying to defend against cybercrime, it's an enablement to cybercriminals. And that's the nature of cybersecurity is it's so fluid. As technologies evolve and more protective measures come into place um, for enterprises to use and people to use, those threat actors, you know, they're figuring out different ways to break those barriers. And... Application of AI in the wrong hands will enable cybercrime. There's no doubt about it.
1: So what are businesses and other organizations that you're familiar with doing right now to kind of improve their cybersecurity game? You know, that can be related to AI or just more broadly with other emerging trends. What's what's being done that our listeners might, might be interested in?
0: You know, so... Cybercrime is growing at a rate of about 15% per year. Um, just to bring that into some scale, that's about eight trillion dollars uh, by twenty twenty-five. Okay. So it, it's it's clearly top of mind. Um, more and more companies are focusing and investing in protection measures for cybercrime. Um, where we tend to see you know, I'll call it a little bit of a gap is in the mid-market. You know, these are companies that are oftentimes privately held that have grown into be sizable companies or sizable entities that haven't yet invested um, or invested at a level that they need to to protect themselves. I mean, really any entity today that is engaging with their clients, whether it's B2B or B2C in some digital manner or using digital technologies, which is basically everybody, have to be aware and think about and invest in cyber defenses. Um, so so we do we do still see quite a bit of again that mid market and even in large enterprises quite frankly Alex that um, aren't thinking about it enough or not applying enough of their budget or dollars to help protect the enterprises.
1: So what's the role for assist Logic in these conversations with your clients with businesses can you talk a little bit more? about uh, the work that you do and, and your company's involved with. Yes, I'd be happy to.
0: So our role is to partner and help solve problems. And like I had mentioned earlier in the podcast, we do that across different industries, uh, both public and private sector. So that's very much about working with our clients to understand um, in the realm of cybersecurity, how are you thinking about it? What is your technology landscape? You know, what um, what is your threat landscape? So when we look at the different technologies that companies use. We partner with them to understand that um, and then to get into actually determining where are the vulnerabilities so that we can work with them from a preventative, proactive approach to, um, to avoid, quite frankly, what in some circumstances is enterprise risk around cybercrime. I mean, every day we wake up and we hear about a new ransomware event where some company's data was stolen and all of a sudden they have to pay in some circumstances, tens of millions of dollars to recover, Um, you know, that's serious enterprise risk. So we partner with our clients around helping them improve their risk posture um, through their applications, what software they use, making sure that the software is properly tested, vulnerabilities are managed, identified, and then we work with them to train their people, in particular, companies that have software development organizations on how to properly write software, how to build software, and how to do it in a very secure manner. Again, preventative, proactive approach to um, avoiding incidents, cybercrime incidents.
1: Excellent. Well, glad to hear about all the work that Syslogic is doing. And uh, for listeners who are interested in learning more, I wanted to uh, mention that Syslogic is going to be hosting an event in October, October 13th with the Milwaukee School of Engineering. Um, Paul, can you just touch on that event briefly?
0: Oh, I appreciate you raising that, Alex. Yes, in fact, this is our fourth annual cybersecurity summit. Uh, we hosted in partnership with the Milwaukee School of Engineering, as you mentioned. Um, it's held at Dirks Hall at MSOE's campus. We are bringing together the who's who of leaders in security. And it's a great opportunity for people to participate, to learn from those leaders, to ask questions, to meet them, talk with them, and um really take advantage of the opportunity to do so. That event is on October 13th, um, right dead in the middle of Cybersecurity Awareness Month. And um, for your listeners, as a special courtesy promotion, we'd like to offer you a promo code. Um it's Wiz Business 2023, and that'll provide for uh free admission.
1: Excellent. Well, uh that's that's great, Paul. We really appreciate it here at Wiz Business and uh for, for listeners who'd like to learn more, I'll include a link to event details below the podcast. And uh, yeah, just thanks again for sharing that promo code, Paul. And, and I'll be at the event as well, hoping to to learn a lot more about all the things you've been talking about today. Oh, That's great, Alex. Look forward to seeing you there. Excellent. Well, thanks again for joining me for the podcast, Paul. It's been great to hear your insights and uh, hope to stay in touch moving forward. Excellent. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Thanks. You've been listening to WIS Business, the podcast. Now, stay tuned for a word from our sponsor.
0: Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and Wisp Business Podcasts. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.